This ain't jump. This ain't slam. The name of this record is Bounce. What's up, everybody? Jack Maloney here with my guy, Zachary Bennett, as always. It's Friendly Bounces WNBA podcast, our Eastern Conference Finals preview. We're recording this very early Wednesday morning or late Tuesday night, whatever you want, whatever you want to call it. Um, a surprise recording right now. We we did not expect to be recording a podcast at this moment. <laughs> Impromptu <laughs> podcast podcast session. Um, fresh off the fresh off the links victory over the Sparks. Yeah, Zach was. We were both at Game Threes, right? I mean, you were there tonight. Well, yeah. Let's let's just get right into it. I think, and I, you covered your first WNBA game from a WNBA game, or maybe it, maybe it was the second. Yeah, second. I, First I wanted, playoff game. I, I, I wanted to ask first about your experience covering the game from... And, and I want you to start from the second you got to the arena. Okay. And then I want... So so start with the experience and, you know, any takeaways. You know, tell your story first and then tell me what happened in the game. And then that's how we'll perform a nice little segue into the uh, previous. Cool. Uh, so... I actually, I showed up um, early, apparently, because I got to, yeah, so I I got to Allstate Arena, apparently, before the doors opened, um, because the security guard told me to come back in a half hour, so I went, and there is a Target right across the street, and I walked around that Target, I played a little NHL 16 demo for a little bit. I uh, I found that Target's candy was, was on sale, so I stocked up on some some peach rings. Um, oh, man. Nice, nice talk. <laughs> and, and then I, I bought a thing of strawberry milk and went back over to the gym. Um... <laughs> So it turned out the it turned out the joke was on Allstate Arena. Um, oh man! <laughs> and that's, the security guard didn't help you help you out at all when he told you to come back. What what gives? <laughs> I I guess it just the doors weren't open. I I don't know. But anyway, I went back over. Obviously, <laughs> I didn't I didn't skip the game. Um, I went back over and. How far was the gap between arenas where you had where you were and where you had to go? Uh, no, the the target was like literally right across the street. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, it was right next door, so I just popped over there, killed a few minutes. Um, but yeah, once I got in, I mean everyone everyone there was was great, very pleasant to work with. Um, so I. I got my credential, went over to the media room, um, just kind of hung out in there. 
you see anybody you you recognize from the interwebs? Um, Stephen Bardo was there. The Sky um, play-by-play or color. I don't know which one he does. Um, did you introduce yourself? I did not. He was busy. I did not want to. Got it. I did not want to dis- distract him. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get into the grimy details here. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to distract him, but I. Go ahead. Did Did you hit pregame availability for the players or the coaches at any point? Um. See, it it didn't seem to me like anyone was available because I when I was out. Um, like, in the, in this might have just been, I wasn't really sure where to go, not being to Allstate before, but, like, <laughs> I think that's probably just my fault in being a rookie, and then I just couldn't figure out where it was. Um, it was... Con- <laughs> Sorry. Continue. My bad. No, I just, I was hanging out in the lock, in the media room, um, working on some friendly bound stuff, and then then went out to the court, and yeah, I I, I think I just kind of dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> um, no, no, that's all right. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't La- get it every time. Last uh, when I was at the game for the sky. In the in the Liberty in in Madison Square Garden, they basically had pregame availability like on the court, um, and so I, like they didn't let anyone into the locker rooms uh, for that game, and so I just I don't know I guess I like assumed that was the same thing, and no one was available on the court, so I just I don't know I I just didn't didn't bother with pregame stuff, but it's. I mean, I didn't really have, like, necessary stuff to to talk to people pregame, so I wasn't, you know, like, super concerned with it. Um, but, yeah, I I had some pizza. This guy had some pizza out. Um, just kind of hung around until, until the game started, and then, you know, watch, watch the game. It's pretty... Uh, I don't, you know, I just assume people have saw, saw the game, game three, but it was, it was a classic, uh, 189, I think was the final, um, Deladon had 40, Tamika Catchings had 27, almost a triple-double, uh, highest scoring game of the playoffs, um, just like in general for any game, um, no, no one could really get a stop. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Where, where were, where were your, where was your seats? They were, uh, in the corner, like, lower, lower level. Pretty, pretty good seats. Um, on the base, on the baseline. Um, it was like, yeah, it, they were like in the corner though, like the, so it was like angled. That's uh, yeah, I caught the end of that game. It was. I mean, Chicago, they made it, t- I mean, they they tried at the end. I know Quigley hit a couple big shots, but yeah, I mean, they, they, just didn't have, they just didn't have enough. 
they did they did make a a good run there in the, in the last few minutes, but they just couldn't get a stop. Um, they could not get a stop to save their life. And then Tamika Catchings had a huge offensive rebound of a missed free th- missed free throw. Uh, that was pretty much the dagger. Um, but yeah, that's I mean that's been Chicago's problem all year long is they can't stop anybody. And like you let Indiana score a hundred points, so you're not you're not going to win. In um, Pokey and Deladon and Cappy uh, touch on that after the game is that you know you score eighty nine points, you're you're pretty happy with that on the offensive end, but I mean you're not winning games giving up a hundred. Do you? Uh... Do you think to me, Kukatrin's defense on Elena Deladon this series was the difference? I mean, the first two games, it was unbelievable. The, you know, we kind of talked about it after the other day on the podcast about the Sky's lineup changes. And like they they did go to Cappy Pondexter to start. And that, I think, was a big difference because... Like that, playing uh, Pondexter on the court with Deladon and Vandersloot just like creates so much spacing. And like they played, um, like they made a, a concerted effort to get Deladon involved early on. And it's all, it's so much harder for Indiana to help um, when Pondexter's on the court and not really. I think was a big difference. Plus, you know, Deladon's just making like she made a lot of tough shots as well. Um, but yeah, they I don't know, like offensively they had like you scored eighty nine points like that's that's a hugely successful offensive performance. They just couldn't get enough stops. You know, I I don't know how that changes, but you know you're personnel is going to have to change, I guess, but yeah, that's that's the one thing separating the Sky from becoming a, a true championship potential team. What's that? The defense, defensive That's, I mean, that's a fair assessment considering what they gave up throughout the series. Um, Indiana's a small team, aren't they? Um, yeah, they... Say, I think they're a pretty small team. Yes, they did get... Um, Erlana, Erlana Larkin, I believe is her name. I know that's her first name. I hope I'm getting her last name correct. Um, she, she is back and, and healthy. She missed a lot of the season, Erlana Larkins. Um, and she was really big for them in game three. She played 33 minutes, 18 points, 7 rebounds on 7 of 8 shooting. Um, and she, she's a center. Yeah, like, I mean, technically they list her as a forward, but, like, she, they, I mean, they play three guards a lot of the time. And then, like, they play three guards with catchings, who's, like, basically a guard. Like, they... What's that? Nothing. A, voice, a sound went off of my Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they play three guards a lot of the time with with Brienne January, Shanice Johnson, 
and then like Marissa Coleman and Catchings are like basically guard forward like twos slash threes, and then Larkins is the big inside. Like they they really do play pretty small, um, but Larkins Larkins being back gives them a big presence down low. Um, and and they're gonna need that against New York. Yeah. Who New York survived um, tonight against the Mystics? Who the Mystics gave them fits all year long, and actually, I know the um, the Fever are the only other team besides the Mystics that the Liberty had a losing record against this year. The Liberty were one and three, one and three against. Um, the fever in the regular season. What are you What are you saying, Jack? I'm saying it's going to be a difficult matchup. Um, this is for, for for which? I mean both, but I, like assuming that the the Liberty are the favorites, being the number one overall seed. Um, I believe it's going to be a a tough matchup. I. You know, we should talk about this. I did not realize until 15 minutes ago that this was a best of three. That's fair, because I <laughs> was under the impression I was under the impression that the conference finals was a five-game series as well. We'll both be accountable in that regard. <laughs> but they're uh, they're playing a back-to-back. It's yeah. happening. You know, by the time people are listening to this podcast, it's going to be happening within 10 hours or so. Um, Indiana was at the game tonight in New York. You were telling yes. me. Yes, they were. Uh, they were there. They um. I, the coach. I was able to. Go ahead. The coach. Uh, oh man, her name is slipping, slipping my mind. Indiana's coach, uh, tweeted a picture, at Reggie Miller with of uh, of her and Spike Lee. That was pretty funny. I saw that. <laughs> yeah said something about how she ran into an old friend. She added, she added Reggie. Um, I was able to see some of the second half of that game between Washington and New York, but I didn't really get to see the end. It just looked like Tina Charles, although she she shot 40% and scored 22 points. Yeah. Sugar Rogers. Yeah, she had a big game. 20 points off the bench in 26 minutes and there were some murmurs about her in the Lynx media room Tuesday night as she apparently used to play here, which I did not know in Minnesota and never really got a fair shot and now she's scoring 20 in a playoff game and an elimination game for the Liberty so Lynx didn't need her. Yeah, so the Liberty... The Liberty won 79-74, another close game against the Mystics. Not, didn't need overtime this time, but um, yeah, the Mystics were actually up like 12 at one point in the first quarter, and then New York just like dominated the second um, to take to take the lead into halftime, and then it was close. It was close pretty much the whole rest of the way. Um, Aubrey Latta didn't shoot well. She was like under 
3% for 5 for 14, um, but she had 18 points. And Tierra Ruffin-Pratt, who's not really a scorer like whatsoever, uh, dropped 17 um, for the Mystics. But yeah, like you said, Tina Charles had 22 and 12, and 12 rebounds. And Sugar Rogers had 20 off the bench. Uh, Epiphany Prince had a putrid game. She was 2 for 12. But she did hit, um, late in the game, hit a, a huge shot. Uh, there was, I want to say, 20 seconds left, and the Liberty were up were up one, and Prince hit a jumper to put him up three uh, and just give him a little breathing room. So Prince, you know, that's she's been hitting big shots all year, and she did it again. But uh, one thing should mention that uh, Carolyn Swords, did not play for the Liberty. She is day-to-day. Don't really know what's up with her for tonight in Game 1. But, I mean, this this moving of the series. So, Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals was supposed to be on Friday. But uh, the cool Pope, Pope Francis is in New York and had a mass scheduled for Madison Square Garden on Friday night. So the Liberty obviously couldn't play there. And I don't know what the alternatives were, like what the other alternatives were, but they decided, I guess, to just move the game uh, to tonight, which is something we didn't know was happening until like a few hours ago. Um, listen, listen to our credibility just deteriorate. We didn't know when the game was, or that it was a five-game series. Okay. I mean. <laughs> to be to be fair, I I think that decision to move the game was was made in the last you know like ten hours or so. I I hadn't heard anything about that until the the very end of the Lynx game was when they first mentioned the the Liberty. Fever series starting on Wednesday. Hey, we we've been uh, frank on multiple episodes of this podcast about <laughs> not really uh, being experts and sort of figuring it out as we go along. So it's fine. I'm not as lucky. <laughs> um, so yeah, Carolyn Swords, like we mentioned, did not play uh, in Game Three of the first round series. Day to day, don't know. Her status, I mean, we don't know if she's going to play tonight. Um, But this move definitely hurts. You know, like the Liberty... The Liberty got to play a back-to-back after winning a draining Game 3. And now Swords might not play um, in Game 1. And that's, you know, she's a huge part of their... Certainly their defensive identity. Um, They started... Avery Worley Talbert tonight, who averaged seven minutes this year. Um, pretty insignificant player. She only played nine minutes, but like, they're gonna have to just cobble together, you know, mixed lineups. And you know, it's no guarantee that Swords is gonna play on Friday, but I certainly think there's a better chance if she has 72 hours as compared to 
less than 24. Yeah, that's a fair, fair point. Where I'm looking at the, uh, looking at the box score, admittedly, and it says Flynn Cash only played 11 minutes and she started for the Liberty. So I don't know what's going on there. Uh, but they did get nice minutes out of Candace Wiggins, which yeah. is good for that. Which is good for them if they're going to have to proceed, which they're going to have to do without those players. Yeah, yeah. Wiggins gives them a lot of energy off the bench, and like, I mean, she had a she had a great offensive game, going four for four on threes tonight. Um, which I mean, obviously you'll take that, but. Mostly, she's there for, for energy. Like, she just changes the, the mood of the game when she comes onto the floor, um, and then Kia Stokes as well, is gonna have to play a lot of minutes. She played thirty tonight. She was massive, eight points, thirteen rebounds, and had, um, when the the Mystics were trying to, to tie the game down three, inside twenty seconds, Stokes blocked, blocked a three point attempt. Um, to seal the win, so she's gonna have to play play well again. Um, but you know the Liberty with Swords, uh, Charles, uh, Swin Cash, and Kia Stokes like that's their identity is playing big and physical like that. And having Swords, I mean if she doesn't play, which I just you just kind of assume like just kind of like assume she's not playing. And then it's a bonus if she does. But I mean, she doesn't do a, a whole lot offensively, but defensively she's huge. I I don't know. It's it, it may in some ways not not helpful that she's out, but like Indiana likes to shoot a lot of threes and get on the outside. So you know, it's it's going to be a. a Interesting matchup for the Liberty. Um, it's going to force New York to go small, you're saying, rather yeah. than the big, big, you know, bruiser comparable to the Memphis Grizzlies, as we've said before. Yeah, and like, um, Indiana has Erlana Larkins back, and she had a huge game um, in game three. But other than that, like, I mean, they have Natalie Achanwa. And, like, they don't really play big down low. Like, they play three guards a lot of the time. Like, they'll play three guards with Tamika Catchings, who basically operates as a guard. Like, they really like to play small and shoot threes. Um, and, you know, New York is, had the best defense in the regular season. But Indiana gave them fits. I... I mean, I don't want to just jump straight into a prediction here, but I think this is going to be a very difficult series for for the Liberty. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it sounds like you're you're a little uh, you're battling with yourself to come to a conclusion about this series. Yeah, I think it sounds it sounds like with all the injuries New York is dealing with, and with Indiana actually. Uh, getting somebody back, it sounds like Indiana's in the scenario where they're almost surging at the right time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Tamika Ketching, you pretty much describe her. She's like a rover. 
she can she can guard bigger players. She can switch right. on smaller players. You can defend anybody because in the WNBA and I think in the NBA, it's the position you play is based on who you guard. Right. If, if you can guard them, if you can guard somebody, you can stay on the floor. So uh, I worry about Candace Wiggins in this series if she has to play more minutes. If she has to and then play defense for more minutes, and I don't know who she is as a defender. So it sounds sounds tough. I'm not going to make any predictions. We'll just say it's going to go three games out of that. Yeah, I think that's certainly a fair prediction. I, I mean, you don't like. It's obviously like some part of this is not real, and like, you know, like it's a, a you know, like team of destiny or whatever. Like, that's not like a real thing. But like, I mean, Tamika Catchings, her career's fading. You know, she basically drags the, the fever to a, an upset over Deladon by herself with a near triple-double, like, now the Liberty are shorthanded, and it's, like, a bad matchup for the Liberty. I don't know, like, it's kind of like the storybook ending for for Ketching's uh, career here. So, like, all those Giants teams that won the Super Bowl? (laughs) The little little Giants. I I, I hate to switch to the football comparison, but those Giants teams got got hot late in the season and ended up winning it no, no, I uh, I know all too well about the oh, the giant success in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, I I forgot. I'm talking to a Pats fan. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, quite aware. No, well, yeah, right. we, we we don't need to make predictions because I went back on my Washington <laughs> prediction and it uh, or on my New York prediction, I should say, and why, and then got burned on it when I should have <laughs> gone back on. The other series, what what would what will end up being a bummer is if Indiana uh, Indiana wins and I end up getting the chance to go to a road game, a road finals game because there's a slim chance of that happening. Mm-hmm. I would be going to Indiana, not New York. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Indiana, I'm sure it's great, but I've never been to New York, and everybody says worse. Nah, I mean, I don't I don't think you have to apologize for saying. New York City is cooler than Indianapolis. I think that's a no, pretty... It's a general I, consensus. I, I, was, I, was trying to, I was trying to be respectful. <laughs> I, live in fly, I live in flyover country. I get it. I don't want <laughs> to put any, in, any Indiana listeners down. I don't want to make them feel bad. Yeah, no, I mean, it's not fair. Like, New York's like a top five like city in the world. It's not really fair. <laughs> it's not a fair comparison. So you got New York in three then. <sighs> All right, it, I'm going to Indiana. Okay. Indiana. You, you're taking them. Yeah. I'm refraining. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making a pick. I'm going with know. the Fever. You're gonna. You're. Do, you're gonna do the Eastern Conference, and I'm gonna do the Western Conference. <laughs> we'll meet. We'll meet in the middle. <laughs> I. I'm not super confident about that pick, but I'm going with the fever. Alright. I'll change I'll change my mind in a few days. (laughs) It's a trendy it's a trendy pick for now, but you are prone to changing your mind. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, apparently I I changed my mind in that 
that LA series, and I, I don't know. LA obviously didn't win, but <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about uh, that more on the Western Conference Finals podcast. That yeah, was a teaser. Breaking news: We are doing Western Conference Finals podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess that's a wrap. You have any other final thoughts about the Liberty or the Fever? Nope. The game game one is tomorrow, and game two is when. Uh, game. Well, or today. I'm so, I'm sorry. Game one is today. Yes. Game one. Game game one is today. They. They're still confusing us with these these changes. So game one, just for clarification, Wednesday, September 23rd, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, ESPN2, or watch ESPN app, Indiana Fever at New York Liberty, Madison Square Garden. Uh, game, both, ga- both series game twos are on Sunday. Um, so, you can catch that. But yeah, tonight, Eastern Conference Finals. A surprise start, a surprise podcast. I'm Jack, that's my boy Zach, as always. Here's our boy, DJ Las Latino, playing us out. Peace. This ain't Jump, this ain't Slam. The name of this record is Bounce.